This oh, brand yeah. hate's not going to go over very good. I can tell you that. <laughs> brand hate. Yeah, this is, is going to be like a fart in a spacesuit. Oh. <laughs> a fart in a spacesuit? Yeah, airtight, <laughs> man. Just recycled hmm. it. Who so, farted in a spacesuit? What? I'm just saying, you know, if you fart in a spacesuit, you got a situation on your hands. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Five Dirty Bikers Podcast. Following the Five Dirty Bikers on social media, find us on Facebook and like us on Instagram and Twitter at Five Dirty Bikers. So speaking of brand hate, I think I think that Ryan should start us off. You think I should start you off with brand hate? Yeah. Why you got to be a hater? Welcome everybody to the Five Dirty Bikers podcast. <laughs> we have a guest with us tonight. We have Bri the Biker, one of our patrons. And tonight we're going to be discussing a much maligned topic. Brand hate. What what was the word that you just used? Maligned. Is that, is that like is that part is that like part Lyme disease? Maligned? <laughs> yes, it can be. That's no, one of them hundred dollar words, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maligned. It's a little dragon. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Asian girl dressed up as a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Milan. <laughs> I hate no more butts. Oh, man. Moo shoo. Is it going to go well? It'll go just fine. That's what, yeah. That cup <laughs> that Mary has is huge. That is, I was getting ready to say, that is a suckle mug right there. I mean, you can put some shit in there. It's a what? Suckle, suckle, suckle mug. mug. <laughs> there was, there, there used to be. A while back, you could go. There was this grocery, not a grocery store, but like a gas station chain, and they had those are Seven Elevens. Well, I forgot the name of, but they, but they had the Sucko Jug. You could buy from them. Oh wow! Yeah, it said Sucko Jug right on it. The come and that's, go, like TJ said. <laughs> that's the worst name for a gas station, right there. I'm like, not. Okay, you know what? Though? I'm definitely There's not a- eating a hot dog from the come and go. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Have, okay, so you guys, TJ said there's a come and go. You want to know what there is in Minnesota? What? <laughs> Gas station chain called the Pump and Munch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I am not kidding you. There's no right way. Across there's the a- street from the come and go is the Pump and Munch. It's like the Kentucky <laughs> Hot Pocket. Oh my God. I'll yes. three. I thought that was bad. Uh, standing between them, maybe doing the pterodactyl. The pump and munch. Man, we got cheated here. All we have is Casey's. <laughs> hey, they're famous for pizza, though. Oh, they have the best gas station pizza you'll ever eat. What is? I prefer their pizza over anywhere. Oh, man. They what have the- Casey's that far out? They have Casey's here. Oh, yeah. I've Ooh, never nice. heard of a Casey's in my life. Oh, man. They're. They just redid their- ours not too long ago, but man, the pizza is so good. It's the only pizza my son will eat is Casey's pizza. It's so fucking good. Bry's up there with the real fucking pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Jersey, yeah. Jersey pizza. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's up there with the real fucking pizza. The- Dude, New York pizza and Chicago style. I can't fight over. Chicago's really good too. Deep deep dish for Gino's East, because me and my wife went up there about 10 years ago. Man, it's so good. Oh, you know what? What, you, what were we talking? What was our what was our fucking topic again? Brand, 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 brand hatred. Uh, yes, it brand, no, not hatred. <laughs> which which brings me to the question, Bry. Uh-oh. Do you have something against? Was it spiders you rescued? Can Ams. No, Can-Ams. no, there we go. Just, it was just funny. I I was out one day riding. Actually, it was on my honeymoon. We were in our car. We got out, and this couple had a Can Am, and I started asking about it. They had no idea we were bikers. And the girl was, the woman in, in them and the guy are telling me, that, you know, oh, it's so much safer than a motorcycle. You have to understand, it's just not dangerous. Meanwhile, she's wearing yoga pants and a tank top. He's got jeans on. They have, you know, barely have helmets on. I was just like, and I think she may have actually had flip-flops on. It just struck me as like, just odd. And everyone that I've seen on a Can-Am recently, that's what you get. Are we people wearing shorts and yeah, it's just crazy. Well, they're leisurely riding. Well, yeah. They're the dumbest looking things I've ever seen in my life. 
I'm just going to say it. They're dumb. <laughs> Somebody told me once a guy that uh, I went to school with his, his uh, wife told me he bought it because it reminds him of his snowmobile. It's just as easy to ride. And I'm like, but it, it's a snowmobile. I mean, I've been in a sidecar and to me, it's not a motorcycle experience. He's, you might as well just be in a mini car. Or in one of those, what are the, the fucking slingshot, the Batmobile? Yeah. That is not a motorcycle, Mike. Mm-mm. It is not. You do not wave at well, the slingshot. <laughs> just saying. I just, I guess for me, I guess for me is, you know what, is the person that's driving the Can-Am, generally, they wouldn't be on a motorcycle anyway. They wouldn't be on a motorcycle if it wasn't for a Can-Am. So I would rather support someone who rides a Can-Am and give them shout outs all day long and waves as to throw hatred and shade their way. Shade their way. Yeah. Because if you're throwing shade on somebody riding a Can-Am, hey, at least they're out on some form of three wheels machine. They're on a tricycle is what they're on. Well, you have to do so is away. so is a Harley truck. So yeah, you know, true. it's got so. handlebars. <laughs> I know people so that does ride Can Am spider. Oh, the Can Am does that have Can Ams, and I know people that ride um, trikes as well. And I say, as long as you're out there riding, good for you. I know there's this one guy here that I see him coming through town all the time, and he obviously has a disability. He can't even sit up straight. Like when he's riding, he's like kind of hunched over, like his head is literally tilted sideways. Um, but he's got his little half helmet on and he's out there on his track and he's riding, you know, and I'm like, good for you, dude. You know, that's just. So let me ask you this, Mike, would you wave at somebody in a convertible? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Everybody. But let me, yeah, let, me I agree. let me talk to you guys about this for a minute because I'm I'm curious. Um, I mean, full disclosure, I don't hate any brands. I'm 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 cool with everybody. But uh, the the thing I notice most, I don't think people hate the bikes as much as I guess the stereotype riders. Would you guys agree with? Absolutely, that? yeah. Oh, no, I do no. not agree. I do not agree <laughs> with that statement. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, well, I, well, I somewhat agree with that statement. So, Reggie, oh, this you know, is a que- that's a question. That's not a statement. Oh, question. yeah, question. Yeah. Okay. Well, I somewhat agree with that question. I, I think a lot of it has to do with the riders, but the riders are the riders they are because of the motorcycle that they ride. Oh fuck! Here we go. So, you know, Supermoto Reggie. Right. Guy I work with yeah. me and him riding buddies. Me and him were talking today at work and I said, oh, I can't wait for the podcast. It's going to be a good one. And he says, well, what are you guys talking about? And I said, oh, I think we're going to talk about brand hate or something like that. He goes, oh, you're going to have fun with this. And I said, really? And he said, you guys, he said, so I know that you and Mary both ride metric import motorcycle. There he is. <laughs> I had to lock mine out. <laughs> Better break herself. <laughs> anyway, so he said, so you and Mary ride metric motorcycles, right? And I said, yeah, I've got a Kawasaki and she's got a Honda Shadow Phantom. Mm-hmm. And he said, and you're talking about brand hate. And I said, yeah. He said, I've never seen anybody that rides a boulevard that doesn't wave at someone when they passes by. He said, when you start talking about brand hate, the only brand that I know that hates on other brands we go. is is hard. <laughs> and I said, really? And he said, yeah. He said, because when you ride by someone and they don't wave, they're riding a Harley Davidson motorcycle. Huh. And I thought, that is a true statement. You know, I've had a lot of sport riders shun me on the wave. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've had the same thing. Yeah, dude. yeah. That's what I, I I experience that probably more than anything is, I try to rave. You know, I, I'm I'm taking a page out of Mike's book. I, I really I really do try to make an effort to wave to anybody on in a vehicle that's not a car. I will admit I saw a slingshot the other day and I didn't wave. Hell, I waved waved at a tractor the other day. But I even yeah, I waved <laughs> at somebody riding a bike the other day. But but I will tell you that the more oftentimes than not, the people that don't wave at me are sport bike riders. 
that that's been that's been my that's been my experience that that they're the ones that wave the least. Well, club riders won't wave to you either. Oh, I don't, I don't mess with that at all. Yeah, <laughs> drive on oh, by. I don't, I don't care. No, 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 no. <laughs> I wave it. I wave at groups of Harleys, and if they don't wave back, I instantly flip them off. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm just trying to be friendly. I don't care if you're in a club or not. It, just because you're in the club doesn't mean you shouldn't be civil to everyone. If you're all about brotherhood and motorcycle life and, you know, everybody that rides is family, then you know what? What a bigger way to share the douchebaggery with the sport bike riders is to not wave at people. But this do you is- think that there's people that do it because they ride and that be- that's what they've become? Like, I'll freely admit I've owned all multiple brands of bikes, but if people that own a Harley, that's generally all they tell you. You ask, what do you ride? No one says, oh, I ride Ultra Limited. It's, I ride a Harley. You know what I mean? It's, I noticed that a lot. Yeah. And it's well, no, more I, of a, a cultural thing than it is a, I think some people are very wrapped up in that. To me, I don't care. You know. They need to put Chevrolet emblems on their Harleys and Corvette emblems, I think. I'm down. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm going to put a Toyota logo on it and see how long it gets before it gets flipped. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, I, think I, I wonder, I wonder from, from that perspective though, like if you, when you see somebody riding a sport bike, they're obviously choosing to ride that kind of motorcycle. You see somebody riding an adventure bike or like Mike riding his KLR, you know, he's, he's choosing a, a very specific style or type of bike. Right. But when, to, to Mike's point, when you see somebody riding a Suzuki Boulevard, this is what I think. And, and this is, again, this is just my opinion. I think that when you're, there's a certain class and, and I'm excluding Mary from this because she chose a bike that fits her, right? So I, I don't think that that's the right comparison. There's a certain class, I think, of motorcycle that, um, like when I was riding my, when I rode my um, uh, Vulcan, I freely admit I bought that motorcycle first because I thought I could not afford a Harley. And so I feel like there's a class of people that ride that type of motorcycle, that cruiser type of motorcycle that aren't Harleys and they're riding them because they can't afford a Harley. So, and I I feel like that they're, that then the hate is born of jealousy more than it's actually hate of another motorcycle or another person. But how many times have you, I'm sorry. No, I don't, I I, I don't jealousy of, a Harley rider or I think, jealous of uh, not of the rider. I think just that, that they would rather that if they, if they had their choice, they would, they would have rather been riding Harley. I do not think that whatsoever. No, I, I, I don't, I don't. Harleys no, are fucking to break, expensive. To break, to break people. I, I get that they're expensive, but that would be, Going back to it, that would be like a Corvette owner saying, well, I just don't, I think there's, I, I just don't, I think everyone that drives a standard car and not a Corvette is in a completely different class. Well, but, but wouldn't, you, wouldn't you compare it like this, Mike? If you gave somebody the choice of uh, driving a Ferrari or a Fiero, they're going to choose the Ferrari every time. I'm not driving no fucking Fiero. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna do your that. hands would you, the steering wheel so small your hands would touch. I had the option. I had the option to buy a Street Glide Special, and sure. I chose to buy a KLR, not because I'm not I'm not in a class enough to buy a KLR. I chose to ride a KLR because I can't get any Harley Davidson that will do anything I want to do. But Mike, that's exa- that's but exactly that's what I said though. That's what I, that's exactly what I said. You choose you chose the KLR because of what how you want to ride and what the KLR does. Right. I was only talking about the people that are riding the cruiser style bikes in the yeah, Honda, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha classes that are essentially carbon copies of different Harleys. They're choosing those bikes because they feel like they couldn't afford a Harley. 
No, I, I think I, I think it goes back to brand, the whole brand loyalty thing, or it goes back to the what they've read in Consumer Reports, or well, I think a lot of that is. I mean, I I, I know I know people that ride different branded cruisers around here. They'll ride a Triumph or they'll ride whatever. Um, I don't think it's a jealousy thing or anything like that. I don't think it boils down to a classification of people. Um, well, I'm, not, I'm not classifying people that way. I know. I, I know. I know you're not. I just I wanted I, I, to I, lead I, you to that statement. But yeah. there's a stereotype to that. Yeah, I think what he's trying to say is you're looking at a CVO at 40, what, 46, $47,000. And your top of the Correct. line gold wing runs you 30 grand. So there's an $18,000 difference there. Right. You know, yeah, but how many people ride CVOs? Well, I know. I always see it as like, you look at my bike and people assume it's a $30,000 bike. I paid less than half that. And in all fairness, those are the same people that are riding $30,000 cars that my car is half that. So it really depends on where you put your money. I find, I find people are more impressed by my bike than I am. I love my bike. Don't get me wrong. But people at work are like, oh, God, I wish I made that kind of money. I'm like, it's not that expensive for what I paid for it. Yeah. Right. I think it's I think it comes down more to your not your financial status or situation, but it comes down more to your preference on where your money is being spent. Oh, absolutely. Because you have and people driving $40,000 CVOs that live in a trailer. Right, you know, and and they're choosing to spend their money on their motorcycle rather than where they're living. I mean, yeah, and is that wrong? I mean, you're it's out living. Preference. I think, just like yeah, Mike said, it's preference. <laughs> I think I adventure bikes are a whole class, though. Like people yeah. that have adventure bikes don't generally buy them. Although there's a BMW rider joke in here, but generally don't ride them unless they're riding them off road, right? Like your KLR, you ride it off road. I rode my KLR somewhat off road, not like you do. But people don't generally buy them to go to Starbucks. It's a purpose built bike. <laughs> well, now BMWs is a Starbucks bike, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I mean that's. I mean that that's a that, that's the thing. I, I don't think that. Uh, I mean, yes, people buy adventure bikes, but most of the time when you see adventure bikes either on Instagram videos or on YouTube or something like that, a lot of those guys have uh, eighty twenty street tire on there, and they're. You know, they're they're taking right. it through some mud and it shows them wiping out or getting stuck. And I'm like, well, I know why they got stuck because they didn't have, you know, knobby tires on the bike or whatever. But, you know, I, I mean, people have a style that they like or people have whatever. I don't think I, I, I think it, you know, man, we are way tangent on We're this one. fucking way, way out there. It's a rough subject. <laughs> well, it's like there, nobody hates. I mean, personally, I don't hate other brands of motorcycles. We don't. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I think we're just, we're just, we're just, I'm just, we're just talking about the issues that we see and, right. and uh, like uh, to tangent off of like what I said earlier, like this is a perfect example. I'll go to an HD Facebook page and they make a post. I'll start scrolling through the comments and there's like 50, 50, there's people talking shit on the brand. And then you go over to Honda and not one person's talking shit on their post. I mean, why is that? Why did why do people take the time out of their day to go try to make another brand feel inferior? Well, I, I think just, Harley I carries a, a stigma with it, man. You, you know, it mm -hmm. carries this stigma of uh, this leather clad motor biker guy. You know what I mean? But if you go to Harley, though, that's what you see is the leather clad and you motor do. biker guy. You do. You do. And it's, you know, I'm going to be honest. When I first, I went and bought my iron, it was intimidating walking in there because of the, the crowd that was it there. Is, yeah. And then once when I got to know everybody, they were like the nicest people I've ever met. But it is, it's intimidating because it it is a, it's a tight niche group, you know, not really tight niche, but it's a, they live up to the, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But it's do you a think brother. that's a generational thing? Because I've noticed, yeah, like, if you go into my Harley dealership, all the meetups, everybody <clears throat> could be my parents. There's no younger people in the dealership. Yeah, no. To the point where I almost didn't buy one. I wanted to buy the new Goldwing because it just didn't feel like I fit in. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, 
you know, I, I think it's one of those where they, they wear clad and let, you know, leather, if it ain't got fringes and the, the chrome sequin button things on it, you know, I mean, that's, that's what you get when you go to a blue oyster bar. I mean, you know, the white swallow spa. Yeah. White <laughs> swallow spa. <laughs> wow. You know, you know, who I think, you know, who I think are the least brand haters of all the writers though. Well, women. That's I think women writers are the, are the least brand haters of all the writers because I think they more oftentimes choose a motorcycle that fits either their size or how they want to ride the style of riding that they do or the, the uh, style of person that they are. Right. So if they're, you know, if they want to go fast, they're going to buy a sport bike. If they're going to go off road, they're going to buy a adventure bike. If they're going to be riding, maybe a little bit of both or maybe get, you know, I, I think that, <clears throat> you know, in my opinion, again, this is just my opinion. I see women riders as buying motorcycles that are serve sure. their purpose yeah. as opposed to a brand guys it's all about bravado <laughs> mary no, what, do you, what do you yeah what do you think about i could have bought a harley in fact that's what i went to buy was a harley and like i told you guys before i sat on it and hated it and i was like nope this is not the bike for me mm-hmm. i went and sat on a kawasaki vulcan s um you know and i liked it to a certain degree but it wasn't it still didn't quite fit, you know, it, it didn't quite have the look that I wanted either. And so there were cons in that too, you know, there were pros and cons and, and different things that I sat on. I sat on Suzuki's boulevards. I sat on all kinds of motorcycles um, when I was first shopping. And, you know, when I sat on that Honda, I was like, here we go. You know, I had already had a Honda Shadow as a starter bike and, that's when I was, you know, thought I was going to the Harley, but then it there again, when I sat on that, that next Honda, I was like, this is just the bike that fits me and it's comfortable and I love it. And weight wise, it's perfect. And this is but my I bike. I mean, I don't know if people, I mean, most people know it. Um, but you know, that's the thing is you own an Indian. Yeah. So when it comes to you know, a classification of a cruiser person or spending money or anything like that, you own an Indian scout. Yeah. Hands down. I do. And yeah. it sits in your garage and you never ride it. Not that because you're trying to keep it as a keepsake. It's just because the Honda is that much better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. I mean, the Indian is, it's fun to ride, but it's, it's not my Honda Phantom that I love. So, yeah. Mr. Gray. No, Otis. (laughs) His name is not Mr. Gray. (laughs) Man. No, I think, I mean, I I think it's, uh, I think that that there's also this, this swing, this, this convert that's happening right now in motorcycling from um, the older generation that's aging out of motorcycling and the next generation that's coming up and that's Harley's changing their, their lineup. It's changing what it's doing. The classification of people that are, that are riding bikes is changing. And, and I think some of that old intimidation that Tony's talking about is hanging on by a thread and um, the, the new, the new riders coming up, I think, I don't know. I, I don't know that the, that the old culture means as much to them as what existed before, you know, but I, but I do think that, um, the new, the new rider is, is thinking a lot more about purpose built, you know, that the, they want a motorcycle that's going to suit the purpose and how they ride. And certainly that's, that's why I chose the bike that I, that I have now, um, besides it being a Harley, which is what I wanted. But, um, I, I bought the, the larger bike and the touring bike, um, strictly to serve a purpose and how I wanted to ride. It doesn't matter what decision Harley makes. A Dyna is still going to be a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this Here is true. Go. Here we go with the Dyna. They're, they're marketing those brilliant. I saw my buddy walk in to buy a bike. They sold him a Sportster 1200. And it was so beyond what he should have bought. And they sell you that whole lifestyle. They sell you that whole giant pitch. 
Oh, yeah, man. You get the hog membership, fucking nope. magazines, ringing bells and shit. Dude, to, 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 to talk about that, I did not use that hog membership <clears throat> one bit. I didn't either. I, I, didn't even, I didn't even read half the magazines I got. I didn't care. You know why they give you that hog membership? So you can choke on one. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I didn't partake. Damn, Mike. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> What's the choke on it? But you see in the Discord, there's a lot of people that go into dealers. They won't let a ride. Go into Harley dealership. They'll let you ride anything regardless of what you know, know what you're doing or not. No. You can't have a license. That's crazy. Yeah. You just need to have a, a motorcycle endorsement, and then you can get on any yeah. bike you want. Ride any fucking thing you want. No. Yep. You want to drive out on that $47,000 CVO? Here you go. Take it. <clears throat> in some way, I can understand that. But in another way, I think it's irresponsible to the sport. You know, it's like going, it's like being the guy who goes to the bar and puts roofies in everybody's drink. <laughs> Bill Cosby? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Would you like a cup of jello pudding? <laughs> you oh. put the roofies in the beer and then you do the boom boom. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was I wondering think- why I was naked when I bought my bike. <laughs> that would make sense, Mike. <laughs> What happened? I'm telling Jesus. you. You woke up with, with bit, like lots of chafing and a new motorcycle. <laughs> and a free t-shirt. <laughs> I, dude, I need to get a shirt. Oh, my God. Shit just got neat. I, I got a shirt. To, I went to buy a motorcycle, and I came back with a sore ass in this t-shirt. <laughs> That's it. Usually, that only happens at the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> And a, and a hog to choke on. <laughs> you guys seem to forget about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. So bad. It's all about how you can suckle on the Harley sausage. So where they give out free wieners? They do. Yeah. You want to know something really funny, though, is that uh, um, I straight up bought both of my bikes like a millennial. But, what do you mean? You're going to have to explain. Never even saw them in person till they were sitting in my garage and didn't test ride either one of them. Really? No shit. Wow. In fact, when I I bought my... too insane. I didn't ride mine either. When I bought my Road King, I bought it and uh, I went to the dealership, signed the papers, came back home the next day, and I gave them the code to my garage. They picked up my other bike and dropped it off. When I got home from work, it was sitting in my garage. (laughs) You changed the code of your garage? I can't believe you even went you to might work. Get another fucking. <laughs> yeah, you might get a severe fucking. <laughs> mm. They left a t-shirt on the kitchen counter. <laughs> they did. <laughs> Call me. Yeah. <laughs> left me. Left me the uh, the receipt for the hog membership. <laughs> On yeah. the back of a business card, just like Mike said, "Call me." Yeah, no, that's the way it is when you walk out of the dealership. You guys, you guys gonna call me later? <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, and they will you too. Call it depends me on what depends on what dealership you go to. By God, they have signed you up for everything. You will get text message notifications. Oh, I get mail, calls. I get all kinds of shit. All they the want to do that, is run your credit. Yep, that's it. They they were they were wanting to run my credit, wanting me to buy a motor. They were ready to put me in a motorcycle, and I'm like, oh nah, not dude. I got to think about this shit. I ain't just all of a sudden buying a motorcycle. And I don't know, it'd been a week later and I found the KLR and holy shit, man, I, that, the damn dealership called me for three weeks after that. And finally I picked up the phone and the guy's like, Hey, when can I get you to come back down and buy a motorcycle? I said, man, I've already bought a motorcycle. Oh, well, that's great. What'd you get? I said, I bought a Kawasaki KLR. Oh man, you should have bought a Harley. Mm. <laughs> mm. You must not know me well. <laughs> do you really want to know what I want to say? You know? And I said, no, nah, man, I, it's just not my lifestyle, not my thing. So. And then and the guy's like, Hey Mike, but we have this diner we want you to look at. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We got this diner in just for you. Hey, that's awesome. The Is wide glide. Can Is we do, can we do something? Be. Can we do something in MMM? Like, you know, people pay like the 20 bucks and you can take like two bashes at a, at an old shitty car with a sledgehammer. Get a diner. We ought to like throw out a couple hundred bucks to get us an old diner that don't run, and then like 
we just everybody gives Mike money and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ten bucks a whack. Here's a thousand. <laughs> That fucking Donna would fit in a damn shoebox after I got it. That's, I Every know. Harley rider in America would lose their shit. They'd be triggered after that. It'd be oh my God. Some guy'd be like, you just destroyed America. <laughs> it's like, no, man, I destroyed a fucking Donna. <laughs> Donna, they've got high-speed wobbles. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch would buck you off like a mule. <laughs> or if you're from the south it's called warbles warbles, warbles. <laughs> yeah. got the warbles and developed the high speed warble i get the warbles after a long ride i need another one of these y'all uh-oh take five take ryan, five ryan, stay where you're at ryan are you going i think you you two play tackle fuck when you go off <laughs> there he goes i'm telling you it's a game of tackle fuck that's what's going on over there it's alligator fuck house. It's an alligator fuck house. We went in the uh, Harley dealership. I told the girl that was selling the bike. I said, all we're doing is I'm looking for a bike for my wife to sit on the back. That's all I want. She's comfortable buying it. All they wanted to do was sell me the bike. I was like, you're missing out on the sale. It's not about me. It's about her. Yeah. <laughs> she thought that a $12,000 bike may not make sense because if I have great credit, a $30,000 ultra might be a better deal. I'm like, in what world do you live in? Yeah. How does that fucking work? <laughs> Let me do the math here. We'll get your payments the same. It'll just be yeah. over seven years instead of three. Are y'all ready to answer some discord questions? Yes, we are. And actually I have one. I'm, I'm going to crank us out one here. Motorcycle Mick wants to know torque or horsepower. Which one do you think gives the most fun? All right. So I'm going to say horsepower. I'm going opposite route. I'm going torque. Mm. Me to explain. Explain to me. Explain. <laughs> I got to know, Manuel. Please, see, explain to me. Well, see, that's the whole thing is the torque will get you going in the direction that you want to go. But the horse cap, the horsepower keeps that fun going. Torque doesn't keep that fun going. Agreed. Torque, torque, <laughs> torque is like, torque is the road you take. <laughs> and horsepower is the jump you fly across. I don't understand a word that just came out of your mouth. But you can feel torque. You can feel torque. You can't feel... <laughs> I got 500 horsepower that says otherwise. <laughs> and it's got a lot of <laughs> torque. You just can't no. go all in horsepower. You got to have some torque behind it. You do. It's like the Cox 5000. It is. Chip your teeth, man. I think I think it, the difference is, is if you're the kind of person that likes to go quick or if you want to go fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not right. What do you mean? Go quick or go fast? Torque, torque is going to get you to zero to sixty quickly, but horsepower is going to get you up to get 150 you. miles an hour. Right? Yeah, but you can horsepower keeps you sustained at 150 miles an hour. I don't. I, I'm pretty sure there's a reason Missy Elliott. That's why people buy Harleys because they they did not hear the Missy Elliott song. That you don't want no one minute man. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> they want they want to bike with all that torque, so it gets them there quick. And but you can wear rubber with torque. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you can keep it up all night with horsepower. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Who was that? That just girly squealed. <laughs> that was Bri. I think that was Bri. Straight up girly squealed. And now he just now he just uh, squirted some uh, some of his bourbon out of his nose. Well, I can <laughs> tell you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's he was, Michael Jackson. <laughs> he was thinking about that purple vein. Started doing a little Prince thing. Yeah, he did his own Prince impersonation. Yeah. Oh. Hey, is there any way? Hey, Bri, is there any way we can get a tee hee? <laughs> tee. <laughs> 
<laughs> you see that South Park that had Michael Jackson on, and he, he did that like every two seconds. <laughs> Probably one of the best that, ever. That was a. Oh, I liked the. I liked the. Uh, the South Park with uh, uh, that had uh, Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> taco, taco, taco. The one with uh, Adele was funny too because that's was that Stan's I, dad. Stan's dad or Kyle's dad was Adele. <laughs> no, no, he was Lord. Lord, oh, Lord, it, Lord. It wasn't Adele. It was Lord. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did not answer motorcycles. Make question at all. That went completely sideways. Make question. The big question. question. There's the big answer for the big question. question. Can I get two sausage McGriddles? <laughs> I'm drinking McIrish beer. Okay, so so yeah, I I, I think horsepower. I think horsepower keeps fun going. I will agree with Mike. All right. All right. This one is from Vivolts. It's Walter. Walter. Actually, it's Waltz. Waltz. Is that how he says it? Volts, not V Volts. No, it's Volts. Waltz. The two V's make a W. It's yeah. a Waltz. Okay, this one's from Walter. Yes, Walter. <laughs> this, we're, this we're on a question, first name basis with Walter. Yes. yes, Walter. This this question is for Wet Banana Mike. Oh. If mm. if you had to choose between owning. And riding a Dyna for a day or wearing a beard made out of bees for the whole day, which one would you choose? Hmm. Well, let's take a longer than I thought. <laughs> I would choose bees on the face. What, are, what, what about a bee made merkin? <laughs> I would do that. I would I would wear bees on my face and a bee merkin while going to get a prostate exam before I'd ride a damn Dyna. Jesus. Next. Next question. <laughs> uh, Jameson went up my nose. Oh. Next question. <laughs> You're drinking Jameson, not snorting Coke. Apparently. Here's, oh. a, here's an easy oh. one for, from a guy that we, I don't think we've answered a question from him. Craig 2898. Who, Craig 2898. Yes. Yep. He has a simple uh-huh. question. Forward. Forwards or mids? What what do you all prefer? It depends on the rider. No. No. Um, I know mine are mids because I've got short little feet, short little legs. I'm like Tony. I got short little legs. (laughs) What do you think? And you say forwards. Yeah. What do you think, Dustin? I had a sporty with mids, and now I've got a a big twin. I prefer the forwards because those mids, like where where my legs met my what I my midsection area, they always cramped up on that sport. Or I had to put my feet, like the heels, out on the on the on the front of my boards. Those are called hips, Dustin. Hips. When I dippy dip, we dip. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's on tonight because your hips don't lie, Dustin. <laughs> they don't tell stories. I'm starting to feel it, boy. Mm. But now, see, on the Indian, I have forward controls. Yeah. And I'm not as comfortable with Those, forward controls as I am with mids. I had mids on the sporty, and then I went out on a, like a eight- or nine-hour ride. Next day, I put forwards on it. it was, what about you? Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead and finish. No, um, that was it. I mean, I'm a forward day, man, yeah. I, I prefer the forwards over the mids. Ryan, I think it's the style of the bike. Oh uh, yeah, I, I like I like forwards better, um, but that's because mid mid controls aren't comfortable for me. I'm tall and it puts my knees up too high. I know that you know guys that like that kind of performance field or performance baggers, the guys that ride the FXRs, they are all converting their bikes to mid controls because they say they get more control over the bike. They get a better lean angle because they can put the the um, controls a little bit higher off the ground, so they get more lean angle. But for me, the way that I ride and what I like, I prefer forwards. But that's also because I'm tall and you know I don't I don't ride my Harley like a sport bike either. So, but that's he does like me. to have his knees behind his head though. <laughs> On occasion. Oh my god! <laughs> Damn. <laughs> 
Tony has set a personal record for face palms tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, brah, what what say ye? I say it's based on the bike. My KOR, my versus had mids. They're great when you want to throw it around. That versus, you could really throw it around. But on a cruiser, throw it forward. There's some highway yeah. pegs on it because it's all about comfort. I didn't buy so, a cruiser to throw it around. Well, I will. I will say this: after having mids, I never had. I never had mids on my sporty. I always had forwards, and I ended up putting extended forward controls on my sporty. But like whenever I went across railroad tracks, or whenever I was going across a speed bump in a parking lot, or things like that, it, having mids gives you the ability to stand up. If you do not have mids, you can't stand up on the bike. You're literally sitting there and your gooch is going to take every beating. <laughs> Dude, I think you set a Guinness record on Route 66 for the longest stand-up batwing. Yeah. Dude, I stand up on my KLR. I stand up everywhere. Mm. And my and that's, you know, my boots, that's like adventure boots. They're, they've got a very stiff um, camel camel toe camel hunt. <laughs> yeah they sure do <laughs> very stiff camel Ooh, toe moose knuckle we'll call it a moose, moose knuckle, knuckle in the center of your foot arch support you know they've got real stiff arches so you can stand up and, and ride in the dirt just like a dirt bike tire or a dirt bike boot does but i mean i find it comfortable to stand up i've got my bars up high and I, you know i can just stand up with the best of them mm-hmm there you go. And let let the chicken skin flap in the wind. You sure did. I heard it, man. It sounded like leather <laughs> leather on a fucking wet fish or something. It, kept... <laughs> it sounded like fucking just a, a flag. <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear Tony's exhaust. I it heard, was I like a skin wing. flag. <laughs> For 150 miles, that's all I heard. That's it. Just the skin flag going by you. It was awful. It's like when you're going real fast and your your neck skin pulls Yeah, your back. neck skin pulls back. I hate that. I hate it too. Oh. All right. What else do we have? Percy Percy is gonna ask this question here. All right. What's is, is the Percy first trip? What? Is Percy on? Oh. Oh, Percy asked yeah. the question. Yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. This All question right. is from Percy. What's the first trip you're going to take on your bike when this Corona shit lets up? Ooh, I like this question. The first trip I'm going to take on my bike when this Corona shit lets up? Mm-hmm. I've been riding my bike this whole time. <laughs> right, but I'm talking about a trip, like go, oh. like a long destination. I, I'm guessing oh. that's what Percy's saying. Yeah, Midwest Moto Meetup for sure. Mm-hmm. Same. I'm going to see Tony. Yep, we're going to scope shit out. Yep. I will probably, hopefully, uh, be riding over to um, Eastern Minnesota, Duluth, Minnesota, with my wife. So I'm taking a Ooh. with her. Yeah, nice. Wow. Yep. Congratulations. That's a good trip. Yeah, it'll be fun. And we have uh, agreed a seat. I ordered a seat last week, so I got that coming in this week, and trying to yeah. get it more a lot. I uh, get it more set up for her to be more comfortable to up riding. Did you get Did a you brown get, seat like Tony? A brown, brown one? I know why. Tony got that so he so if if we do the mud butt challenge there's no there's uh, no there's proof. No, there's no evidence. There's no, there's no evidence. <laughs> Brian, where are you going to be? What are you where are you going to ride to? We've been talking about going to the Woodstock Harley Davidson in the Catskills forever. And we put the bars on, we put the suspension on. That's been the plan. And then this whole COVID thing screwed it up. So there, that's going to be a chance to check out what we can do distance-wise. And then MMM for sure. That'll be the biggest ride we've ever done. So that's the one I'm looking forward to. How far will that be from you guys? Uh, 700 miles. Okay. Each way. So that'll be that'll be great. Are you going to do an overnight? Or are you going to go there and back? Uh oh, the Catskills. The Catskills yeah. is like three hundred miles. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. them, uh, yeah. So we'll no, we'll stay. We need to get it. We need to get the hell out of this house. Oh, yeah, here it is. I'm about ready to chop too. my kids in the throat. <laughs> the worst part is, even if you ride, there's nowhere to stop. 
You know, we used to go to a lot of the bars in the pines. You'd stop, hang out, get some food. You can't even do that. So it's like you ride, you come back home. That's all you do. Yeah, that's right. what I that's what I usually do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is when you're on a motorcycle and you drive up to a Sonic, everyone is in their cars. But when you're on a motorcycle and you sit down on the ground in front of your motorcycle, people look at you like you are the strangest person on the face of the earth. It's like you farted yeah. in an elevator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like I'm pissing on the side of the road. Yeah, pissing in the wind. With your yeah. go-girl. I was go thinking girl. it. <laughs> Man, that's a good, write your name in the snow. <laughs> I'm riding to the Gulf Coast Saturday, damn it, to see my mom, so. Oh, that'll be fun. Nice. Good for you. Mm. Wait. How far is that from you, Mary? 50 miles one way. Okay. So I'll get at least 100 in. I've been able to get too much. I've been working at home and had the kids here, so it's been hard to get out for rides. I went a couple weekends ago for three hours or so, but I'm hoping to go out this weekend because I think it's just hit near 80. We're only like the second time this year, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no, we're supposed to have beautiful weather Friday and Saturday. It's been all over the news because it's – it was supposed to be Derby weekend. So mm. to have this type of weather happening, because the last two Dude, derbies have been the cold and raining. Yeah, it's a fucking mess. show. And we got sun in 80 both days for Friday and Saturday. And everybody's like, God damn it. First good weather, but no Derby. Even the horses when are pissed. Yeah. When I wake up Saturday morning, I'll call you, Dustin, and let you know what you have to expect in a couple of hours because it's supposed to be like mid 80s, I think, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Dude, you'd be better than any weatherman I, I see on the St. Louis news because they got that their heads so far up their asses they can only see a shit cloud. Mm. <laughs> Man, you'd think a chocolate starfish would choke somebody. <laughs> I would say it's a, it's a strong gag reflex. Did we answer Percy's question? We did. Yeah, we did. We did. Tony, I don't think Tony answered it, though. Oh, I, my thing that I want to do is I want to do my bourbon tour thing for the, the bourbon series for the channel. Oh, so, sure. Yeah, as soon as that, uh, as soon as it lets up, I'm going to make some rounds to a few distilleries. Damn, I want to do that. That's a fantastic idea. Yeah. It really is. Mm. Shit, I'm in, like, earshot. I mean, 80 miles. <laughs> All of them are within like an 80 mile radius of me pretty much. So some of them are even like right down the street. So yeah, I, I, I definitely want to do that. I want to go to Lynchburg. Man, that's that old Tennessee swell. Nobody wants to drink that shit. <laughs> Dude, Jack and Jack ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tramp was passing around at, at NNM last year. But Mary's got a, she's, she's got a creeper, I think. Was somebody bulldogging? You got a creeper? You got a creeper? Your stalkers found you, Mary. They're the ones that were sending the uh, eggplant emojis. You got a creeper out there? (laughs) No, there were like sirens. Like kept, I've like muted three times while y'all were sitting here talking because there's sirens like crazy. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? That was a fire truck that went by. So I don't know if there's a wreck. The house fire, what's going on? I I thought you had creepy McCreeperson out there. No, 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 no. Sorry, I was trying to figure out what the hell is going on. So, what else do we have? Uh, yeah, we, got, we got some good ones. We do. We, we have, have a some lot. good ones in there. Let me see. Uh, here's one. Could I go ahead and shoot this one? Yeah. This yeah, is kind ahead. of this is kind of up my alley, but everybody chime in. Um, this is from Tyke. When in the beginning phases of creating a channel, what are some resources you all use for creating channel logos, icons, banners, as well as how did you come up with the design? Oh, Mary, Mary, you go first because you have a pretty epic logo. You do. You have a really good logo. Um, well, I mean, like I came up with my name <laughs> first, the Geared Raven. So I knew, you know, obviously it needed to have gears and ravens. And so I started looking online for gear images and um, came across one, bought it, downloaded it, <laughs> tweaked it in Photoshop a little bit, um, found the raven that I wanted. I knew I wanted one facing up. And so I put that in the middle of it. Did my name through the middle of the wings, also using Photoshop, and then just knew it needed something else. It didn't quite look right. And so um, I love black and red. That's what I decided to go with. And so I 
found like a red splash of color that I had already purchased in my Photoshop program and added that as well. And then from there, just sent it to um, sticker app for printing. I didn't think about any of that shit when I started my channel. I'm going to be honest. I mean, I didn't, I was loose, man. I didn't have a logo. I didn't have a name. I didn't have anything. I mean, really the logo and stuff just started happening because Dustin did it for me. I didn't even have a logo before Dustin put something together for me. Hmm. Neither did I. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have shit, man. I had a picture of my bike for the banner and I think it's still the iron on the banner on YouTube. Actually, it hasn't even been updated. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. I can't change mine from my sports to my KLR because I don't have a desktop. Oh, you can't. You got to be on a desktop to do that. You can't do that from your iPad? No. No, because it uses mobile apps. The iPad does. Yeah. And I've even signed into Safari and went to the desktop page. And they have updated the whatever web page to where it doesn't have the old vintage browser or whatever the piss it's called. Hmm. It's a new new format and setup. Yeah, you got to be on desktop. Hmm. Bunch of fuckers. Those rotten fuckers. Those common cocksuckers. Man. Jesus. Yeah, I did did something kind of similar to Mary. I didn't use Photoshop, but I just found an image that I wanted and and, uh, um, just came up with the, I had the name first, obviously that, um, like Mary, I started with the name and then, um, did the, did found a, a V twin, um, engine, that I, you know, just like on a clip art thing. And then I used my name and <clears throat> put the K up and then turned the M sideways and put the number below it. And then that was, you know, I did it. I just, I, I purchased the, um, the V twin that, that clip art or whatever, and then made the logo on a, on a logo design site, I guess you could call it. There's a design your own logo site. I went there and kind of put it all together on that site. And then they made it into one image for me. And it was in a, you know, I could buy multiple formats. And so I purchased that and that's how I started with it. I got mine started out with Dustin. Yeah. Yeah. Dustin's our logo. Dustin is the graphic design king of this group. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, mine all mine, like when I when I do a logo, usually it all starts with a pad and paper. I usually sketch it out. Um, I really think I really think about the logo and what it means and what I'm trying to accomplish with it. Um, you want it when I do when I design a logo, you want it to be simple and recognizable. If it's an inch by an inch, or if it's the size of a billboard, just don't get too. Don't put too much detail in it and just make it something that's simple and, and memorable. That's, that's the way I go at it. And I mean, if, if, if you're not so big on, on design skills, you can always, you know, Google motorcycle logos and then go from that and change it a little bit, make it your own. You can even go as far as you can, you could actually pay people on some sites to design you a logo. I was going to say, there's people that do that. And there's, what is, uh, there's a site called Fiverr. Yeah, that's it. I, I called it Fervor. Yeah, you can. I think it's fiber. But yeah, it's something yeah, like you, that. You, you can pay, you it's can like, are you calling it fiber? Are you saying fiber? Fiber. F i b f i b e r fiber. Fiber. I and I think I think he asked that question too because he he's put it out in the Discord a few times. He's I'm I'm fairly certain he's thinking about uh, starting his own channel. channel. He's I, I think he's kind of vacillating a lot on what he should name it and. You know, names become recognizable because you start to recognize the content and what people are doing, not because they start recognizable, right? Yeah, right. I I think that's the thing that, you know, that everybody forgets is all you're like, oh, that logo or that name is so iconic. Well, it only is because it's existed and people are are used to it now, but it didn't start that way. Yeah, exactly. I'd say spend, spend your time making videos. Yeah, I mean, this is this yeah. is a totally different medium where your content's going to be the the king of the north, king of the not, north, uh, not your logo <laughs> necessarily, but right. All right, so Matt has one from Burnt Up Wood Burning. Mary's just got the giggles, man. It's something that Ron said. Him and his fucking big words, man. He's got the hundred dollar words today. He's he, vacillated. And I thought he said vacillated. <laughs> like, wait, what? 
<laughs> All right, sorry. I, I didn't. I will. I'll say Vaseline if Vaseline. you want me to. So Matt. Uh, Look, it's Manuel. Manuel Focus. Manuel Focus is back. He is back. So I like uh, Manuel's mustache. Jace. <laughs> Jace. <laughs> go, Tony, go. Okay, so it looks like Matt is going to try some moto vlogging. Uh, mm-hmm. And he wants to know what the best position for the camera on the helmet, on the side, on the chin, or best mounts or what to use. It depends say, how many. Yeah, it would depend how many cameras, but yeah. yeah. I would say chin mount on the helmet, and the only reason I say that is that, like, because when you're watching a moto vlog, I don't like for me. I, I want to hear your guys' opinion on this, but for me, when I'm watching a moto vlog, I don't like sitting to the side on the side of someone's helmet. I don't want to feel like I'm leaning around them talking to them. I want to feel like I'm the one riding the. You helmet. want the it's first like person a, view. You want the full spectrum that's in front right, of you. Right, yeah. and so when you mount it to the chin bar, that's really the closest thing you can get, short of putting it on your visor or on your shield. Is you know a first, first person, person view yeah. of that? Yeah. Um, and Matt, uh, if you're if you're listening, which I know you will be, um, I made a I made a video on how to make your own JB Weld double-sided mount and you can make your own custom mount for your helmet or your out of helmet. wood and now it's time for the whip banana mono word of the day it's like jeff fuel for your mind the word of the day is Extum poranus. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Exit your poranus. <laughs> also known as prolapse. Oh, how do you get a poranus? How do you get a rich anus? That's a better question. <laughs> or, or it could be pronounced ex temper anus. Mm. The metal butthole. <laughs> yeah. That's an, that's an angry butthole. That is. You don't ever want an angry butthole. It's butt like hole. an angry dragon, but out the other end. <laughs> Looking at you with your angry brown eyes. <laughs> don't wink squint at me you. like that. I'm going to wink it at you. <laughs> oh, my God, y'all. Spelling for extemporaneous is I-K. Dash S T E M dash P upside down E dash R A Y dash N E E dash upside down E S. Good luck. Fantasticals is Ick stem peshwa ray nishwa. Oh my gosh, that was a lot. <gasps> that's that's a lot for my poor anus. <laughs> I know. That's mm, poor poor anus. Extum, even crossed it out. Hey, you're gonna cross out your poor anus, and the circle gets a square. <laughs> You'll be shitting dice. Snake eyes. <laughs> Don't you pop eye me. It's adjective. Comes from Latin. Late 17th century. The first and only defin- definition is. <laughs> Spoken or done without preparation. (laughs) (laughs) Taken by force. (laughs) That will cause a poor anus. No preparation anus on that one. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think the H is silent, and so that's why they left it off. Taken or spoken or done without preparation, H. (laughs) 
That's something else, isn't it? <laughs> like Mary said, taken by force. I told you this is about the Tiger Cub. <laughs> Where they found Carol Baskin's husband. That that falls in someone's that, anus. That that falls to the old Texas <laughs> lady. <tiger's> anus. <laughs> yes, Mike. Would you like for me to use this word in a sentence? I I would like for you to hear. It. Uh, yes, please. Ryan. Yes, Mike. Tustin. Oh, go go right ahead. <laughs> By the Brocker. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yes Mary oh goodness yes I suppose so well, that's good we're all in it's your anus <laughs> poor anus poor anus <laughs> examples of poor anus in a sentence <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised to be asked to give an extem poor anus speech at the wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's always at least one poor anus at a wedding. I know. <laughs> that poor bastard. <laughs> if the groom, I had to tell the groom what I had done to his now wife. <laughs> Took it by force. Yeah. <laughs> With no preparation. <laughs> so inappropriate. <laughs> oh, dude. Otherwise known as a Texas lane change. Oh. <laughs> Keep it dirty, riders. And we'll see you next time on the FDB podcast.